Hello and welcome back to another episode of Digs in Distance Football Podcast. Anybody who was pheasant hunting opening weekend like I was, hope you had better luck than I did and hope you stayed safe out there. Anyway, I'm going to get the guys on the phone and we'll do a recap and then go ahead with this week's picks like usual. Okay, so per usual, we'll just do the recap really quick. I know I gave you guys the updated scores before the Thursday night game, but I'll just do a quick recap. And uh, so last week we did Cleveland at Dallas. Dallas was favored by four. Cleveland won 49 to 38. Ethan took Cleveland for double by one. Everybody else took Dallas to cover, so Ethan got two points for that one. Then we had the Chargers at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay was favored by seven. Tampa Bay won 38-31 to 31 to cover the spread, and we all took Tampa to cover, so we all got that. Then we had the Vikings at Houston. Houston was favored by three and a half. Vikings won 31-23. I took the Vikings for double by one, and Scott took the Vikings to cover, so I got two for that one. Scott got one. So actually, Scott, I just realized I uh, did that one wrong before, so you actually have one more point than what I originally told you, just an FYI. I just realized my mistake, so... And uh, we have Buffalo at Vegas. Vegas was favored by three and a half. Um, or wait, I think I wrote that down wrong. But anyway, Buffalo at Vegas. Bills won 30 to 23. And yeah, I just put the spread in the wrong spot. So anyway, um, I took Vegas for double by one. Everybody else took Buffalo. So, Scott, you actually got three points rather than the two I originally said. So you actually got a, are at 11 now. I got three points, and I'm at 12. Colton got two. He's at 13. Noah got two, and he's at 10. And Ethan got three. Or, yeah, two, three, four. Ethan, I actually add one more to yours, too. I don't know what was going on with me last week, but you actually got four. So you're actually at ten points. Sorry about that. I made a couple mistakes last week for whatever reason. So anyway, officially now, Ethan is at... Yeah, Ethan's at ten. Noah's at ten. I'm at twelve. Scott's at eleven. Colton's at thirteen. So that's where we actually are. Sorry about those mistakes. Anyway, um, so for this week, we had the Tampa Bay game at Chicago, which we already picked. We just hadn't done the podcast yet. Tampa Bay was favored by four and a half. Chicago won by one, and we all took Tampa Bay. So nobody got that one for this week. And next up, we got the Buffalo Bills at the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee is favored by two, and both teams are undefeated. 
what Tennessee is outbreak, they pushed the game back to Tuesday, so they are playing, but not till Tuesday night. Um, so let's start with Scott on this one. What's the spread? Uh, two and a half, I think I said, and Tennessee's favorite. Tennessee? Yeah. Boy. Um, that's tough. I love Buffalo this year, but Tennessee's defense, even though they're giving up a bunch of yards, they force some turnovers, and you worry about Josh Allen with an experienced defense, and they have their offense. Too. I'm going to have to take Tennessee. I might regret that, but give me Tennessee by two and a half. Okay. Sounds good. Oh, and it, and actually, just to clarify, it was two and not two and a half. But okay, so you're taking Tennessee to cover. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's go to Colton next. You said Tennessee is favored by two, right? Correct. Uh, Josh Allen is clean, good. He has a. Good wide receiver and Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs is number one in all wide receivers this year. Um, I'm going to take Josh Allen, and I'm going to take the Bills. I'm going double. Okay, by one or what? I'm going to go by three. <laughs> okay, interesting. How about you, Ethan? Yeah, with Tennessee not being able to practice as much with their current situation, um, I'm also going to be taking the Bills for the double up by one. Okay. Yeah, this one's tricky, but I kind of agree with what you said. Tennessee hasn't been able to practice as much. Buffalo, I've picked against them once or twice this year and regretted it. So I'm also going to go with Buffalo for double by one. And I don't think I said this yet, but Nella also took Buffalo for double by one. So, All right, so that's that game. Then we have the Indianapolis Colts at the Cleveland Browns. Both teams are 3-1, and one, and the Colts are favored by one and a half on the road. We'll start with Ethan this time. This is a tough one. We finally saw Cleveland play pretty good against a pretty bad Dallas defense last week. But the Colts have been all right. I've been strong quarterback play. Rivers hasn't been great, but he's definitely been better since week one against Jacksonville. And I like Jonathan Taylor a lot. So it's it's kind of kind of a hard decision. Um, but I, you said that Cleveland's the favored right now? No, the, Col- the, the Colts are favored on the road by Colts one and a half. Yep. Alright, then I'm going to have to go with Cleveland to, for the double up. Okay, by one again? Yep. Okay. We'll go to me next this time. Yeah, I, again, similar to what Ethan said, the Colts are playing pretty well. I like Jonathan Taylor a lot. Rivers has gotten better as the season's progressed, but Right now, Cleveland's hard to pick against as well, even though I expect a good game. So I'm going to pick our former coordinator, Stefanski, and the Browns for double by one as well. How about you, Colton? I'm, I'm going to take Cleveland. I, I shouldn't have picked against them last week. 
because Dallas didn't look too good. I'm going to go double by one also. Kip, and you, Scott? Yep, same thing. Kip? Browns puts a lot of turnovers and Philip Rivers likes to throw interceptions. Yep, that is true. And Philip Rivers plays really bad in the first half. And then the second half, he does so well. You're like, where the heck was this guy in the first half? Yeah, he'll put up he'll put up some stats. Um, I mean he's he's gonna he's gonna be a Hall of Fame quarterback, but he also throws a lot of interceptions. I mean they still win, but and they still get poised in the first half, but he plays a lot better in the second half than he did in the first half. I'm talking about like interception wise and drop passes and stuff like that. Right. All right, then we got oh, and then Noah Noah took Indianapolis to cover, so he's the only one that took the Colts. And then last but not least, we have the Vikings at Seahawks. Seattle's favored by seven. They uh oh boy, it, this one's tough for me just because. Not because I necessarily think the Vikings will win, but I do think that they can cover the spread. They've played better the last two weeks. Last week we had played well in Seattle, and we lost by seven, but we had a high-scoring game. And Seattle's dead last against the pass, so I expect Jefferson to have another monster game. Uh, so I think it's going to be close. I'm not taking the Vikings for the upset, but I am taking them to cover. And we'll go to Scott next. That's tempting, but I, I have to go. I'll be cheering for the Vikes, but i got to go to Seattle to cover. Russell Wilson's just out of his mind. Seattle does give up a lot of passing yards, but they also force some turnovers. Um, a lot, actually. And... Something tells me Dan Bailey is due for, you know, a two-miss day. Um, if they can protect, give Cousins some time, they can make it close. Yeah. But I don't think they can – I don't think that defense can, can hang. Russell Wilson's just having a career year this year. Yeah, oh, I agree, and that's why I said – well, like I said, I take the Vikings to cover, but it's only because I think it's going to be a similar to game to the last time we played them where both defenses get torn apart because they both have weaknesses and it's going to be a high score. It's going to be a high scoring shootout in my opinion, but we never play well in Seattle for some reason too. So hope I'm wrong, but yeah, Seahawks to cover. Okay. Colton. Are you serious? Are we seriously picking the Vikings game? Just kidding, Elijah. Um, I'm I'm gonna take Seattle because Russell Wilson is doing dang good, and he look at Patrick Mahomes' stats in 2018 when he won the MVP. Russell Wilson is doing better than Patrick Mahomes did in 2018. I was, I was just watching Vikings game day, so they talked about the Vikings and stuff, but I'm taking Seattle because your guys' defense ain't that good, 
your offense is doing good now than it did in previous games, but your defense is still not there. Right. I agree with that, but I also don't think Seattle's defense is very good right now, which is why well, I, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. But I, I, I can agree with you on that one. I'm just saying Russell Wilson is going to pick apart your defense, much like Aaron Rodgers did, but it is going to be a very high-scoring game. And Kirk Cousins needs to get the passing game started right away so he can get his running game there, too. I'm not saying Delvin Cook ain't that good, because Delvin Cook is really good. He leads the league in rushing, so... So so is Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is very good, too. I would take both of them on my team if I had to start a team today. Yeah. And Noah, just so you... Yeah, I agree. I mean, Cook leads NFL in rushing for a reason, so... And Jones... Now, now, I am not saying Delvin Cook and Aaron Jones are better than Christian McCaffrey, because um, he is better than both of them, but I would pick Delvin Cook and Aaron Jones two and three, and then I would have Christian McCaffrey for... One. Yep. All right. Noah took Seattle to cover, so the only one we need to get still is Ethan. Yeah, I'm going to take Seattle to cover as well. Uh, the Vikings definitely have been playing better the last couple of weeks, but I think that Seattle has been playing just top tier, so I'm taking Seattle to cover. Alright, sounds good. Anything else from any of you guys before we wrap it up? Yeah, I do. What's up? Elijah, what is your prediction down the stretch? Do the Vikings go 9-3 or are they worse than that? I'd have to look at the schedule again the rest of the The year. but. games that you guys have, I'm saying like towards the end of the season, are the Saints and Lions. And you guys also play Tampa Bay this year. Even though we've been... Even though we've been playing better without looking at the schedule again, I'd probably say less than 9-3. and three. I think we'll win some games, but how many I don't know. You guys gotta be above 500. Right. Above 500 if you guys want to make the playoffs. There is an extra playoff um, seat this year. Do I see the Vikings getting that extra playoff? Yes, I do. But they have to be above 500. Right. If they were, if they were in the NFC East, we would be like, dang, the Vikings are doing very good because that division... Well, I wouldn't say they were doing very good. I'd say they have a chance to win the division because the top team only has one win. It doesn't change how, I mean, it doesn't change how they've played. It just means we'd actually have a chance to win the division. But we're not in the NFC East, so. It's kind of sad that that division is the worst one out of all of them this year. And that's despite Dak Prescott on pace to set records for passing yards. And they're still losing. Yep, I know. 
I will say this. The Dallas Cowboys better play better pay Dak Prescott this offseason. Yeah. Or else he's gonna I could see him going to a different team and still putting up better stats. Yep. All right. This, and is it's worth, a, this is worth bringing up, too, guys. I yeah. don't know. We're talking about the postseason. I, the way I see it right now, the NFL is this close to imploding with their yep. with their COVID situation. They're, they're, hang, I don't know how you're going to deal with – I mean, they're talking about all kinds of different scenarios where if you have the team take two weeks off, first of all, that's a competitive advantage or disadvantage for everybody else. Uh-huh. And then they're talking about seeding the postseason not based on the number of wins – but by winning percentage, in case all the teams don't play the same amount of games, they're playing games on Tuesday. I think they just put off the Broncos game yeah, they today, did. tomorrow. Yep. So it's a mess. I don't know that we're going to make it. Yeah, that, that, that is a good point, Scott, and I appreciate you bringing that up. That is, uh, I obviously, I think we all hope they make it, but. There's a lot of question marks if they will make it to them or not at this point, that's for sure. Let's just hope, let's just hope we can get a lot of games in this year. And I think someone said it best on Facebook. I've seen a comment on something. It's better that they're having no fans instead of no football this year. I mean, yeah, yeah it sucks that you don't have fans in stands. But we're all just happy that we're having, that we're able to watch our favorite teams play an actual season. Right. Yep. Alright, anything and, else? And, and you guys and the Vikings are lucky that there's no Green Bay fans in November for that game. Well, we, do we know if there's not going to be when we play you guys yet? Cause... There, there is no fans. They said that the, there are going to be no fans indefinitely because cases are rising in Wisconsin. Okay. I'll just be happy if they play that game at all. Right. Yeah, I will be still. All right. Well, I think if that's it, I'm going to wrap it up because I got to go to town and get some golf in. So. Okay. All right. Thank, thank, yeah, thank you, guys. Yep. Bye.